Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my review of The Dawning 2020. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, maybe this just hit YouTube. We're actually going to have these start uploading to YouTube when I'm live on the other channel. So if you're getting this in the other subfeed, come hang out with us live at sntrlive.com. And remember to bookmark sntrnetwork.com for all the new features coming out. So Dawning 2020, I did like an impressions video, kind of talked about about all the different things about the event but given the way the reward landed at the end in the community I wanted to do more of a full review of the event you know with the hope that free events can continue to evolve a little bit beyond to where they are now they are free events so I'm never going to expect a whole lot of substance from them but I do think some minor improvements could take events like the dawning a lot further than they're currently going the annual tradition of the dawning is coming to a close for 2020 basically tomorrow and many have mixed thoughts about the experience while the baking format did not change much at all the rewards in the way some of them function added some new elements from the way that you could kind of like uh, customize the ship individual shaders and cosmetic items for the ship itself those were new elements that i thought were pretty good now a momentary shining star in the event dragonfly on a kinetic smg the cold front was unfortunately uh, already been revealed to be not intended so that was sort of the the shining star of the event we were all hoping maybe that the fusion rifle would have stasis or something or some new effect on it or some new perk and then all of a sudden dragonfly starts showing up on the cold front smg that was not intended we don't know what bungie plans to do it it my theory is they're just going to swap it for another perk they did this with the warden's law when they changed you know triple tap over to feeding frenzy and fourth times a charm got switched over to zen moment now you know what can they do ultimately to make this a more enjoyable event for everyone that's kind of the question that i'm asking because you know i want to talk about the cold front first whenever i'm playing an event like this or i'm going to set my sights in an event like this that's kind of always the question What's the loot driver? Now, not everybody is the same, but I zeroed in on this with Festival of the Lost, and I'm zeroing in, uh, you know, in on it again. It quickly became noticed that the Cold Front SMG was able to drop with Dragonfly, and given this perk has never been on a kinetic weapon before, this had many people in the community very excited and wanting to get it. It, it. it sort of drove some of the engagement. I think some of the reason that the community challenge really slowed down was they announced that wasn't intended. So there's likely, uh, you know, a surge of interest and grind initially when people suddenly discovered this but then when it quickly got shot down everybody kind of lost interest and that surge sort of died down so my personal opinion on this is that they should have left it in place and just it's a bank error in your favor if you happen to get one of the dragonfly smgs good for you you know it's a mistake and i don't think the perk is going to cause any major issues in the game and it could have been maybe step one in evolving the the weapon space to a better you know position than it currently is in i don't like the divide between kinetic you know weapons and energy weapons it doesn't seem necessary to have that divide and you know this could have been just one little hey if you it's kind of like a if you were there for it moment you know a lot of people would be like how did you get an smg with dragonfly you know similar to other moments where they've just kind of let us have our fun and let things go this is one of those times i think unfortunately 
from the way that they, you know, patched the Umbrals last season and some of the things they've been quick to patch recently, it always feels like if something fun or exciting lands in the game, they are very, very quick to shut it down. And I find that to be really, really unfortunate. This this season especially, they were almost playing bounty whack-a-mole. It's like every bounty that unveiled itself to be giving more XP than it was supposed to, they were immediately patching, well, actually blocking those from even being able to be obtained. I don't know why you would care about that. That's just XP payout. This feels like it's it's on the same tree it's growing from the same root the idea that if we're having fun or something crazy is going on they need to take that back the other thing that this gun and perk exposes is the complete lack of player agency and intentionality with respect to pursuing the guns that drop in the event both the avalanche and the glacioclasm were also in the potential boxes but there was no clear path to getting any of them so they compounded an existing problem there was already the lack of like if i want this particular gun i'm going to go chase it but there were three total weapons inside that you know inside those potential boxes which was going you know to create an rng hurdle against another rng hurdle which was you literally had zero agency for pursuing them Secondly, let's talk about no activity. At this point in the life of Destiny, free events should strive to have some semblance of an activity or content loop that is not so bounty-focused or busy work. The baking part of the dawning has stagnated in many minds, and I think it requires a revisit. At its core, it's just a bounty that requires certain kill types while also asking the player to travel to an NPC. The cookie names are obviously cute and sort of meme-oriented, but ultimately they do not carry the event that we've we, we really address this in year three and so i do think it's time to start rethinking these these holiday events these free events to not feel like they're so bounty focused you can call it baking you can make it an oven but ultimately it's a it's a bounty driver and it's attached to repeatables anyway some people realize that you didn't even actually have to turn the cookies in so they would immediately just basically grab the bounties and cook them and then and then and then grab the bounties and cook them they were not actually delivering the cookies they were essentially doing this sort of oh i'm not, i'm just going to basically bounty farming there was somebody today that said their buddy was doing it in their ship in orbit and using the app to grab the bounties with the app and it's like well, you're not even playing the game at that point we need to move away from this we need some semblance of a content loop and an activity driver near the end of the event i finally decided to boot up and try to bake the first handful of required cookies for the quest you had to do a handful at the beginning if you wanted to actually get the reward which we'll get to the reward in just a moment unfortunately it just was not an experience that i would want to repeat given the random and stingy drop rate for something as simple as ingredients it was like oh i need to go kill taken oh i need to get null whatever it was called null taste by getting void kills and it was ridiculous how long it took to drop it seemed like such an unnecessarily you know bottleneck and hurdle i literally played for one to two hours to bake a handful of cookies for a very very particular quest now ordinarily you're not really doing that right you're grabbing the bounties and potentially deleting the ones that you can't you know you can't satisfy but again i think that exposes a flaw in the event's design in that you don't get the ingredients you need so when the bounty requires you to bake a certain cookie and you don't have it you can either go find some lost sector and kill a bunch of taken or get a bunch of specific things to drop or you can just delete the bounty and say no thanks i'm gonna wait for you know i'm gonna wait until i get one that has the ingredients i need all of this needs looked at with a fine-tooth comb to say 
are we promoting organic natural player activity or are we routing them through things that just end up seeming tedious and unnecessary which is exactly why I bailed on the event after day one because I could not get the thing that I needed from creating orbs of light for one of the earlier cookies so I literally didn't play the event for the entire span of it and I jumped in last minute to complete those early steps to get the reward so let's talk about it the community reward all the rewards and possible things to pursue were actually I think really good for this year's dawning okay the lack of intentionality should be addressed but ultimately I thought the rewards were good there were good potential roles for the fusion as well as bringing back the avalanche and many actually ended up taking issue with the final reward for the community quest It was weird that people weren't as focused on the avalanche or the cold front, mainly because they came back and could get new perks. Unfortunately, one of those perks was an accident. But again, the fact that they came back and you could get new perks on them did seem to distract people from the fact that the reissue rage, I would call it, rage over reissued weapons, didn't seem to build to a fever pitch. Everybody really seemed to focus on this final community reward. It dropped a random exotic along with a handful of other things, you know, a shader, uh, an emote, and some stuff. I actually thought it was totally fine. Of all the things to criticize this event for, I didn't think the community reward was anything to get upset about. It was a free event. It required very little actual grind since the cooking baking is literally linked to just playing the game. As long as you're playing the game, you're getting ingredients to bake the cookies. Again, when you try to do it intentionally like I did to satisfy a quest, it gets a little cumbersome, which is also tied to bounty and that should be looked at but almost no effort is required to complete the required steps to get the reward now they did have to buff us in the community draw like percentage tracking because we weren't going to get it we weren't even going to complete it which again i think is linked to everything we've already talked about it took me maybe one to two hours to get all the required steps done and the reward was a random exotic with some vanity items i do think perhaps some feedback In the future, they could give a legendary weapon ornament for the weapon that's linked to the dawning year. So, you know, you could satisfy the community, you know, challenge or quest or whatever, and then actually get an ornament for the weapon, which in this case would have been the Glacioclasm. Something like that maybe would have been a little bit better. It would have felt a little bit more intentional. But fundamentally, I don't think that's the problem with an event like this. We need to look more at the core root issue of it feeling bounty focused and not really having an activity or a content loop driver. So it sort of feels like not worth paying any attention to, which I just don't think you should go to all the effort of decorating the tower, having these new cool iterations on cosmetic items, and essentially having us run bounties so don't go anywhere if you're here in the live audience we're going to roll over to Q&A if you're watching this on the other YouTube channel head on over or click the card to go to sntrlive.com and hang out with us live in the audience and as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A that followed my talk about the dawning, my, my review of dawning 2020. If you want to catch me live, I'm actually probably live right now. If it just hit YouTube, these videos, you can click over to SNTRlive.com and join these conversations live. Uh, be sure to bookmark SNTRnetwork.com. We'll be adding some new features and things for you in the coming year. Now that we're into January, we got some good things lined up for you. So, first question from Kane. How do you believe Bungie could make players actually care about these ritual events after what seems to be so long of drop balls and half-baked ideas? Pun intended. The one thing that we all seem to respond to in equal parts, I don't care what type of player you are, we generally seem to respond in equal parts to loot. If we can go and get loot, we, we, we chase it. 
And I think you have your answer in the Dragonfly Kinetic SMG. Everyone was talking about it. We saw tweets. We saw posts. We saw threads. We saw the numbers spike up that first day. And I think within 24 to 48 hours, they shot it down. They were like, yeah, that's not intended. Well, I, that took the wind out of everybody's sails. So loot's both the motivator and can be the, the the demotivator if not handled properly. And I think that's essentially what happened with this event. I mean, if you're if if you're going to put loot also in there, you need the agency and then you need the intentionality. You can't have people chasing something for three weeks and feeling like it's a lost cause, feeling like it's utterly hopeless. Because if you're going to bring back the avalanche, you're going to bring back the cold front, and you're going to give them their their random you know their random roles, their updated roles. That's fine. I was actually okay with those being reissued because there were some roles I was interested in. An auto loading Vorpal Avalanche would have probably been pretty nice. And then the you know the cold front lands with Dragonfly. So we were looking at these and actually thinking, oh this is pretty good. You have to consider something though. They made those perk pools so big that's gonna lower the probability of you getting the role that you're looking for. So they added so many layers of RNG frustration, the loot doesn't even register for most people. Let's imagine Dragonfly never happen that doesn't even really matter if you want one of the three rng is killing you you have no way of chasing one of the particular weapons and then they updated the perk pools and that's more math mathematical probability working against you there's more potential uh permutations of the roles that could take place so there's you know 85 different thousand new versions of the weapon that could potentially drop and you've got that as another layer working against you so not only did they add loot in a way that was a little bit backwards with respect to mismanaging perks like how do you have an oops we just shipped an smg kinetic with dragonfly like how in the world do you do that and secondly you give zero intentional intentionality or player agency for chasing the weapons and then since you reissue them you reissue them in a way that that you're making it harder to get the perks that you might be looking for because now there's more perks in the pool so at every level they failed on the fundamental principle of player incentivization in destiny the core principle has been and will always be loot that is the driver the number one complaint about Beyond Light is loot. It's complained about in like eight different ways. Not enough loot that's new. Not enough loot in the core playlists. The loot that you added isn't that interesting. Like, loot's the central focus for so many players. Whether you play Crucible, whether you play Gambit, whether you play, you know, Strikes or Raids, that's like the number one complaint. So if you're looking to motivate players, you've got to focus on that. The purple ain't that big. Five perks on each row for the three weapons. With the exception of the cold front, which had an extra perk on on a row, it was six per. But I thought it, light.gg may have been glitched then, Doge. So I may have misspoke. I looked those guns up on light.gg, and they had more than six per row. It was like the old perks were in there with the new perks, so it made the perk pool look obscene. Now that may have gotten updated over the past like week or two. I haven't rechecked them, but when I checked them, they it was it, they, it was obs- it was obscene, right? There was an obscene amount of of perks on there, so it's possible that I misspoke. In any case, it's still three weapons with no agency and random rolls. Like you, you're, you're, the odds of getting um, 
what you're looking for. It was updated and the old perks were removed. Okay, so I misspoke about that one layer of RNG. So it wasn't as bad as I made it out to be, but it is still pretty bad with respect to if you're wanting the weapon that you're looking for. It's just really, really tough. I wanted a an auto-loading Vorpal Avalanche and it was just, the minute I got in there and ingredients weren't dropping I was like, I'm done, I don't care enough to do this, it's not gonna be game-changing, I'm not gonna get an auto-loading you know, Vorpal Avalanche and feel like I've I've won the lottery it's 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 just not worth it, if it would've been quick if, if the if the, if the drops in the ingredients would have been, you know, really, really fast dropping, then, you know, I would have, I would have been maybe a little bit more, uh, keen to just log in. But when I feel like something as basic as an ingredient is bottlenecked to extend playtime, it, that's, that's immersion breaking for me. I know what they're doing. They're trying to stretch. They're trying to stretch. They're trying to get more life out of something. And that, that tends to lead to, uh, my, my disengagement pretty, pretty regularly. That, that tends to be, you know, where I, uh, where I land. Table JFK says, how do you feel about the economy during events like the dawning being made a little bit more generous? In my experience with this event, I was effectively getting a surplus of glimmer, shards, and cores. I mean, between that and bright dust, I actually think that's totally fine. That is one aspect of these events I do think they get right. If you do take the time to do it, you're walking away with bundles and bundles of stuff. You know, bright dust earn rate goes up, you got extra cores, you got extra glimmer, you're breaking stuff down so you're getting the materials from that as well um you know i think there's a there's a handful of ways to look at that and say that is at least one of the benefits of of it i always look at the journey as well as the reward and in my opinion the journey of the dawning was just unappealing from jump street you asked me to bake a cookie for spider after I did the first one for Amanda Holiday, and I cleared a lost sector three or four times and was missing the needed ingredient because I was generating orbs of light. I was picking up orbs of light. None of it was counting. I wasn't getting the one, what is it, flash of inspiration or whatever it's called. And I literally said, you know, I just killed, and I knew I had killed well over 100 enemies because there were different bounties that I had completed. I was like, I just killed well over 100 enemies. I'm done. I'm not freaking doing this. I am sick of trying to you know squeeze squeeze water from a from an empty canteen i just it's so irritating to have something so like basic be choked it should just be dropping who cares right look what they did with fractaline this is a three-week holiday event just go nuts the ingredients should be dropping dropping like crazy baking cookies should never feel like a hurdle of like well i gotta go run this like i went and ran strikes to get the needed, you know, currency to bake, like the bottom line currency, okay? And then I needed ingredients for oh, kill enemies with void damage or whatever. I, I cleared I cleared a lost sector like four or five times. I was probably getting twenty to twenty-six void kills, and I couldn't get the stupid ingredient to drop. Again, I, I why? I, I don't it's it's so 
I'm not going for an exotic. Do you see? I'm, I'm literally going for cookies. It, it's, it adds insult to injury. As a grown man, I gotta say, yeah, I couldn't bake the cookie that I wanted because your video game wouldn't drop the ingredients. I'm not playing Cooking Mama. I'm not playing Candy Crush. I'm playing Destiny. Like, you want to do a fun little cute event like this with baking and cute pie, meme little names? Fine. But don't make me feel like I'm doing something that's... Act- like, wh- why? why? Why are you making it take long? It's backwards. I've gotten exotics. I have gotten exotics in Destiny faster than I could bake cookies because the ingredients dropped slower than I could, like, go run Devil's Ruin. It's just like, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Make it simple, make it easy, straightforward and rewarding and fun. Everybody should be walking away from a couple hours and feeling like, I got so many, this was awesome. What a great holiday event. Instead of, yeah, I, I you know, I, I got stuck on null, null taste and couldn't make a cookie for so-and-so. I, you know what I mean? Bright Ingrams have a small chance of dropping from a delivered cookie, and if people went wild, it would hurt the Bright Dust economy. Well, the notion just, I, you know, take those out of there, you know, because the fact that they, the fact that they've given you more Bright Dust during the event, you don't need a chance at the Bright Ingrams, you know what I mean? Genuinely curious how many hours you played over these three weeks. I barely played. I said in my 10 minute video, I literally booted up, I heard about the reward, I was like, alright, let me finish the quest. So I opened up the quest, and it's like, make a cookie for so and so, and I'm like, okay, people are like, you're gonna have to make three. I'm like, alright, let me go run three strikes, so I have enough of the currency, that bottom baseline currency, that I'm gonna need to bake three or four cookies, alright? And then, it's like, oh, you need null taste. So I said, all right, I go and I run a lost sector using a void weapon and a void subclass, getting void kills the whole time, and I couldn't get it to drop. Again, that's the problem, is if you actually grab bounties or look at the quest and you focus on particular ingredients, it. why should I be doing that? Did you masterwork your oven? No! I, day one, I tried to make a cookie for Spider to move the quest along. I thought, I'll do this quest, I'll get the cosmetics, I'll show them to the stream. I killed a hundred enemies, and I couldn't get the stupid generate an orb ingredient to drop, and I shut it down. I was like, I'm not doing this. It, it was, I'm not, you're never going to convince me that it's worth it to, oh, Lono, you're not supposed to focus on the quest. What you're supposed to do is go run ritual content that has nothing in it, strikes, and while you're running that ritual content and shutting your brain off from the actual quest, you'll have plenty of ingredients for what you need. No, I don't want to do that. It's dawning. I want to do the dawning. It was like when Black Armory landed and people went to run the first forge. And what were they told? Oh, you can't run this forge. You need to go level up. Welcome to Season of the Black Armory. You need to go and do stuff that has nothing to do with the Black Armory. Welcome to the dawning. Go run strikes for ingredients because they're not going to drop at a good enough rate for you to focus on the quest you only needed four new recipes to masterwork if you kept it up uh, if you've kept up with the last few times I know that I did those four new recipes I did them for the quest I got my cool reward it was an exotic chess piece for the titan I did it and it was stupid 
it was two hours of me bouncing from strikes to lost sectors getting specific kills for specific ingredients I don't know why you would defend that. It's it's backwards. It's not an actual event or an activity. It's go run strikes and constantly switch what you're doing in the hopes that these ingredients drop. After I killed over 100 enemies and couldn't get one, one spark of inspiration to drop, I shut it down. I shut it down. I was like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. I'm supposed to go do other things that I'm not interested in to work on the new thing that I am interested in. I just, I'm to the point now, if Bungie asks me to jump through a hoop that I don't want to jump through, I don't jump through it. I'm, I'm not playing, I'm not playing to their fiddle anymore. Oh, you want these fragments for your class? Yeah, go kill champions with stasis in a nightfall. No. I don't think I will. Like, that Captain America gif is just, that's my spirit animal for Destiny right now. It's just like, no, I don't think I will. I'm just not, I'm just not going to do it. it, it, It's, it's, I would rather just do the things in the game that I would like to do, which is I want to chase guns. You're going to make me chase guns by running through a bunch of hoops? I'm not going to do it. I'm just not. Oh, you wanna you wanna bake some cookies for this this marginally rewarding event with some cool cosmetics? Go play strikes for a really long time and keep switching your weapons to ensure that you get null taste or whatever else you need, which at the time I didn't even know what I needed. Right? I I just I just Captain America, no, I don't think I will. And you won't convince me. You can never talk about it and minimize it to the degree that would make me want to do it. Well, it's not that big of a horse pill, Lono. No, it's literally the size of a rock in my backyard. I'm not swallowing that. I don't want to do it. So you can say it's a side grind. You can say it was easy. You can say you ignored it and you had plenty of ingredients. Cool. I I'm not doing stuff if I think that it's if it's if I think it's poorly designed. I don't do it. I'm like. Nah, I'm not doing this. It's dumb. Wrathborn hunts, charging the lure, dumb. Not doing it. If I think it's dumb, I just don't do it. That's one of the literally. It's literally the best way to, to to treat Destiny's content. If you think charging the lure is stupid, then don't do it. If you think baking cookies is stupid because you can't get the ingredient that you need, then don't do it. I can't, I'm not alone in this. We were going to fail the community challenge. You got a million players logging in a day. You got a million players logging in a day. And we were going to fail the community challenge. Do you think I'm in good company or bad company? Like, what do you, what, who, who, who do you think's, who do you think's landing on the side of the fence here in the majority? Me or like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Just play the game a little bit more. No, we were literally going to fail the community challenge. The community, we weren't going to fail it. They buffed it. Come on. We were going to fail it. Bad narrative because they set the bar too high. They set the bar high to stop it from being done in the first week. However you shake it. All right. However you shake it. I've always, I, I, I had this epiphany when Grandmasters landed. I had this epiphany during Reckoning when I was chasing a gun in Reckoning and it was just like, no I'm not doing this if I think the content sucks you're not making rewards good enough for me to go through it, okay 
when I was doing the skeleton key grind in D1, I complained about it, I criticized it, I didn't like the multiple layers of RNG, but I kept doing it. Why? I had determined that the Imago loop was a good enough reward for me to do it. It also made for great content. People liked for me to see, you know, getting grass skirts and getting agitated and not getting, you know, the drops that I want, okay? So, if if the reward on the other end of the journey is something that's not that great, I am never, ever, ever going to dedicate time doing it. Grandmaster Nightfalls is a perfect example. But Lono, you can get a triumph and a title if you do all of them. Whoop the frick. No thank you. Never touched one. I don't plan on touching one. If the adept weapons they put in Grandmasters are at the same level of the adept weapons in Trials, forget it. I'm not going to set... I'm not going to set foot in there. Why would I? Why? I don't know. I actually enjoy the game more when I do this. It's actually, when I start booting up when new stuff happens now, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going, I actually enjoyed going for the Hawkmoon. It was fun. Went to different areas, got really cool lore, heard some cool stuff from Aldrin, went in that back back area and listened to the audio. I enjoy the game more when I play it this way. It's like, you're offering me a coupon for a full-time job. No thank you. I'm not putting in those hours. I'm not going to do your stupid milestones. I'm not going to play your dead playlist with no rewards in them. I'm not going to do your silly holiday event and get nothing from it. I'm just not. I'm not going to do it. You added cool weapons and then immediately chopped the legs off of the weapon being like, oh yeah, Dragonfly was an accident. And I was like, well now there's one weapon that I want. I wanted the Avalanche. Zero agency, zero intentionality. I'm not baking your stupid cookies, man. I'm not. And I just, I'm telling you, I enjoy the game more now when I play this way. Something new lands, dive in, check it out. Pretty fun, not too bad. And I've not spent weeks doing mindless nothing for, you know, meager rewards. I agree with your perspective, but I guess that's just, there's more content in the game that I like to engage with compared to you. So I don't feel like uh, what you do to the same extent. Here's the problem, Giza. I spent all of year three grabbing bounties, doing strikes, checking those ritual boxes, and it just, I got burned out on doing something just for the sake of doing it. I, I, I can't do that anymore. I can't do something just for the sake of doing it. I'm running bounties and strikes. Why? What am I getting? Oh, but you're getting a power bump. For what? Right? You know what I mean? You like the Immortals game and that game sucks? I mean, everybody can have awful opinions. You seem to have them regularly. Plenty of people have given that high reviews and said it was it was the surprise of the year. So, you know, it's fine. You can have a terrible garbage opinion. Everybody's entitled to at least one. You 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 double down. I mean, I am just avoiding content that I don't like. Right? I'm not saying the content sucks. I'm not saying the content's terrible. I'm like, it just isn't worth the effort. It doesn't feel like it's worth the effort. I'm gonna... I'm gonna grind a bunch of Destiny activities that in and of themselves have no rewards within them. Right? There's actually no rewards in the strike playlist. 
Like there's other than that, other than the um, uh, the shotgun that can draw. There's nothing really in there, and I'm gonna do all that for some cosmetic items in the dawning, right? Like I'm telling you, like I, it 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 has to be worth it. It has to be worth it, and I think we have our answer in the Dragonfly SMG. Everybody got excited. People were talking about, did you see, like, within the first 24 hours, there were all these videos emerging, how to get, how to get the ingredients the fastest, how to bake the most amount of cookies. Why? People wanted that SMG. So that's really always the ticket. That's the ticket. You put something dope in there. I've said this before. Destiny's content is essentially, is essentially the same core elements, okay? It's the same core elements. However... We will put up with mundane repetition if the loot is worth it. You can see, you can find all sorts of times in Destiny's history where we put up with mundane repetition when we feel that the loot is worth it. The minute the loot's not worth it, the whole thing breaks down. Right? I'll give you an example. When you have to power grind at the beginning of the season and you're literally only going into Crucible and Gambit for the power grind, those modes feel more frustrating. Why? Because you're not in there for any particular reason. There's not a reward. There's not an actual cool drop that can drop. It literally, you're just there for the power exchange. That's the only reason you were there. And so it's more frustrating. In a similar notion, if I go into the dawning and I see the reward at the end is just like some cool things I can do to a ship and some cosmetic items and some very, very low drop rate chances at some weapons, I'm not going to go through this. I just don't want to. I'm having a hard time grasping what you really get out of de- want to get out of Destiny. I feel like this is what the game has always been. The game has always been loops of content, strikes bounties, with a tangible reward. Yo, what's good, Gladiator? I haven't seen you in a while. That's always that's always been the content loop. Okay, what was my main criticism of the EXO challenges? Really creative, really cool environments, zero loot incentive. It's like you if you're missing that aspect, I just I would have taken a crappy ingredient drop rate. I would have. I would have found the best places to do it, whether it would be run strikes for a while, charge the lure, then go do like the chew the, the like the lure cheese or whatever. If there would have been a really, really cool drop worth my chasing. I would have. But there wasn't. They chopped down the coolest drop in the event by being like, well, that wasn't intended. So all I had left with was a a decent machine gun I could have gone for. So I was just sort of like, I, uh, I'm not, it just isn't worth the grind. I've always said the carrot, the carrot has to justify the journey. Grandmaster Nightfalls, the carrot in my mind doesn't justify the journey. It doesn't. Rerunning the current raid hundreds of times for you know, God rolls on weapons that are nice, but not all that exciting. I'm just like, they're just damage and reload perks. And you have to understand, some of us have been asking for improvements in these particular areas for literally years. Literally years. So, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, if you don't hit the mark that I'm looking for, I'm not touching the content. I'm just not. There are rewards, you just don't like the loot. What rewards did you get from this other than Bright Dust that you had any control over? That's my point. You had no control over it. 
I've been running strikes for six years. I still have fun of them. However, I won't say Bungie can't do more because they definitely can. They've just, they've got it. We talked about this a little bit in my adept videos, uh, my adept weapons video. I think they just need to start taking some risks. Just start taking some risks. Hey, that cold front with dragonfly. Whoops. <laughs> have fun with that. That's what I want to see. You, you just, oh, well, that's, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Oops, a daisy. Have fun with that. You know? Unless it's breaking crucible. Now, again, when we had the weird thing with the Wither Horde doing, like, obscene amounts of damage in Crucible and obviously melting bosses, you do need to look at certain things. Like, if it's an actual bug, okay. But I think they need to take a lot more risks with weapons in regards to this sorts of thing. And I know you're saying they don't take risks because of PvP. There are plenty of perks that prove that notion as a complete false layer of protection that's false they added perks literally this season that don't work in crucible so bungie can take that excuse and throw it in a trash bin because it's not legitimate you can't keep saying we can't go crazy with perks because you know crucible no 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 there are actual perks that literally don't work in crucible thresh being one of them Literally doesn't work in Crucible. You don't get the increased super energy from the kills. So, Bungie has plenty, plenty of room to say, oh, let's go a little wild here and just turn that perk off in Crucible. It just, just doesn't proc, you know? It only procs on, on combatants. Or there was the other, um, there's another perk. Uh, it only procs on rank and files. Doesn't do anything in a Crucible. Is that by design? It has to be. It, it has to be. There, there. It's only proking on ranking files, or, or, or as they said in D one on enemies of the darkness. That's because you need to get kills to get Thresh's bonus, not assist. That's why it's not working for you. Shut up, lightly. Uh so I don't want to make it sound like I'm like knocking the game because like everybody's being really negative right now, and Crucible players are quitting. That's not what I'm saying. I'm basically saying, if you build it, I'll show up, right? I'll show up. You start cranking out really good weapons, and you you start really taking some of those risks, putting some of those things in there, you know, putting you know, putting some of the putting some of the spice in there. I'll I'll start hopping in, and they were real close this time, and then they were like, "No, nah, that was unintended." Okay. So, I'm not knocking the game. I'm just saying. I just don't touch it if it doesn't feel, you know, like it's worth it. Donning's always but, but if you're playing the game, it's not a grind. Uh, just having trouble reconciling the fact that you cover the game and don't play it. You killed 100 enemies in three weeks and quit. If you're going to go down the road of saying, me not playing the game means I can't cover it, then take that truck and drive it to another parking lot. Because you're not going to get very far with me on that. You just aren't. You're not. I don't need to log hours every day to talk about fundamental design flaws in things, whether it's raid philosophy or the dawning. I don't need to, like, punch a Destiny time card to, like, earn the right to commentate on these things. As if running strikes and doing bounties to earn bright dust and get the dawning stuff would have really changed my mind, you know? Let me let me go let me go back into a strike playlist I've criticized as being vacant and empty and not worth doing. Let me go back in there. 
Like, I, I don't need to log hours in the game to talk about this kind of stuff. It, it's I played enough of the raid to criticize elements of the raid, to criticize elements of the perks and what I'm what I'm not seeing. Like, yes, they're good. Yes, they're best in slot. But as I asserted in my video last week, it was like, ah, they're boring. You know. I can look at Bungie's assurance that they're adding loot to the Strike, Crucible, and Gambit playlist, and we can talk about how, oh, but they can't add anything to the playlist because they're free to play, like we debated this morning. I don't need to log hours to talk about that. I just don't. That's not like some requirement I have to hit. I, it's, it's, we're in that period of time in the season where you can take a break and you're not missing much, Right? I get that, but your main criticism isn't a pain point if you're actually playing the game. Oh, but it is. It is indeed a, a criticism because it is a pain point because I'm not playing the game because they didn't update those elements of the game. As I said this morning, this expansion is extremely top-heavy. They've done they've done nothing to the core playlists. I made this same criticism, homie, when I said why I didn't go for the fragments. Right? Why? Why did I not go for the fragments? Because you kept routing me through playlists that I had no interest in because you didn't update them. You didn't update them. So I was going to have to go through core playlists to get the ingredients and the, the main dawning ingredient you need, the generic ingredient. The best route to get them was through core playlist activities at the very least to charge up the lure and then cheese the lure by just like doing the thing that people were doing where like you can keep resetting it or whatever and I wasn't going to do that so my criticism has been so consistent here I didn't go for the fragments I didn't do all kinds of things why and we've all said this you keep routing us through strikes and playlists and stuff and there's nothing in there I don't want to go into strikes just for the sake you know, of, of, of running strikes. It's, you know what I'm saying? If people don't see you playing the game, you lose credibility to them. Unfortunately, no matter how valid your opinions be, if I lose credibility with people who don't see me playing the game, it's hard to care about what a dumb person thinks about me. Like if you're that dumb that you think I have to play the game to talk about it, that person's opinion matters nothing to me. You know what I mean? I just assume care what another dumb person thinks about me. Like, it just... That's a dumb person. You can't talk about the game because you don't play it. Thanks, dumb person. I don't care what you think about me. Like, I've talked about this game for years, and I've always gone through spurts where I play less and play more, and I've always had to listen to two brain-celled morons tell me that I can't talk about it because I don't play it, or I can't talk about Grandmasters because I don't play it. That's fine. They can rub their two brain cells together in YouTube comments all they want. I just don't care. Like, that's a dumb person. It's it's never for me, it's never been about, it's never been about, oh, I'm only going to log hours if it, I don't, it, don't want to have to do anything, right? I need everything to be super, super fast. I need everything to, like, turn over really, really fast. I know that's not what you were saying, Torch. Right? Like, I've never been that guy that's like, give it to me right now. Give it to me right now. Because I think a lot of the times we fall into this camp of like, we want content, but then the minute they give it to us, we're like, yeah, but I don't want to play the content, right? People do this all the time. They're like, we ask for a grind, but when Bungie gives us a grind, we don't like the grind. I've always tried to break this into two categories. 
There's the category of reusing content and repurposing content. Bungie, as of late, does way too much just reusing content. They just reuse it. Go run strikes. Did you repurpose them? Add anything new? Update them in any way? No. Great. I'm so glad that you're reusing strikes. I can't wait to run more strikes to check some arbitrary box somewhere. All right. Skill Up made an amazing point, and I made this point the last time I played. You got the Exo Braytech facility. Awesome. It feels like a Stanley Kubrick movie. You got the back end upper area of the of Europa. Not used for anything. There's like a cool boss fight up there. There's all those train tracks. There's all those captains you have to fight when you're on that one mission, right? All these cool new areas, and they use them for virtually nothing. If they would have put missions or quests or strikes or something there and you have me running that with loot dropping or something, I would have been like, okay, this isn't too bad, right? This isn't too bad. But instead, you're funneling me through ancient history at this point, strikes, and there's nothing there. That's, that's kind of what I'm saying is like there's a huge difference between repurposing and reusing and they just keep reusing. you got to put a little bit more in there. At some point, there may be something that you want in the game and you'd like other players to support your cause too. I'm not sure what you mean. Like I sh- One thing I've learned from similar discussions with other games, even if you're satisfied with what you have, it doesn't mean you can't uh, move more to support those who want more. I see what you're saying. You talked about skill of review? Yeah, here and there, here and there. Here's my favorite quote. When new guardians step into the game, they won't find something storied and expansive. They'll find something distinctly finite, truncated, almost transactional. Destiny's world isn't uh, an organically evolving universe that makes us feel small to step into. It's instead just a video game where levels are crudely added and deleted and re-added on a needed basis. Many of the stories and moments that have made this game what it is today, made the community what it is today, are now held in a vault. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with the last part. I somebody brand new to the game doesn't necessarily need to trudge their way through three years of story I don't agree with that I think I hit a point where I said if I'm going to run content I want it to be more directionally attached to a loot drop or a reward and I've not been getting that for years and years and years right I've just not been getting it the best time I felt where we were like running and getting loot drops was probably Season of the Forge and then and then um, Opulence with the Menagerie, right? So, whenever I look at the current structure, I feel like what they're doing is... I'm doing this on the fly because I've not really thought about this. They create a hamster wheel and they're like always making me go run through that hamster wheel first or that's just part of what's going on. Well, why am I running the hamster wheel? No reason in particular. There's no real loot or reward attached to it. We just need you to go do that first. That's what fragments have felt like. That's what this felt like. It feels like you keep running me over there so that I devote a disproportionate amount of time. I think the point that makes this beautifully crystal clear is the season of the hunt, Wrathborn hunts. If I put it on a graph and it was represented by color, there's this big fat red bar on the front of it that's like, go run strikes or core playlist content. Why? 
and then there's this teeny little sliver back here that's like, now go run the hunts and get your weapons. See, I'm spending too much time in that hamster wheel. That's why I just started shrugging. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, you know? So you want all the rewards without earning them? Got it. So you're terrible at arguing on the internet, so you summarize a person's position in a really bad soundbite way because you're too stupid to enter the landscape of discussion. Got it. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you spend way too much time in the frivolous, like, tedium of, like, rerunning content that is that is overdone at this point. Now, if they would have repurposed strikes, added new things to Zavala, new gear to chase, seasonal rewards, things of that nature, then it would have been like, anytime I go over into strikes, I'm benefiting from it. Right? Anytime I go over into strikes, I'm kind of, I'm getting chances at those drops or, you know what I mean? No need to take offense. Another classical internet argumentation tactic projecting onto me that I took offense from your inane, stupid, ignorant comment. I didn't take offense at all. It's an attempt to degrade and condescend me as if I was ruffled by your incredibly dumb comment. Another tactic. You're right online. Next, your next ammo that you'll pull out pulling Johnny Carson here, you'll probably insult me or say you're going to leave or bring up my career or something. You're, you're, you're well on the path of like, you know, step number three will probably be some form of an insult. The the actual structure of the content, I think, has always been run it, get it, run it, get it. Now we're in this weird like, go do that, go do that, go run that, then come get it, right? It's, it's they're they've added all these steps and along the way you just continue to feel you continue to sense that they're forcing you into these these lanes that are meaningless you know what i mean they're just they're they're just i don't know they they're, they're meaningless lanes and so then you end your playtime and you're like i spent more time in an unupdated playlist or an un this or un that and you're basically like you know what I mean combo breaker now he's apologizing that was that was uh that was unpredicted well played well played nice backpedal so I don't know this has been a super super long tangent to basically fundamentally say this if I'm going to engage in content there needs to be a more clear reward structure so that I'm not feeling like you're running me through stuff you didn't take the time to update strikes crucible and gambit as I said this morning those are like pillars of the game and they're really 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 thin game is super top heavy right now when you go to the gym when you go to the gym and you see the guy who skips leg day, right? It's a cliche, it's a stereotype for a reason. You see the guy at the gym, he's mega top heavy. You just feel like if you went over and like shoved him, he would just fall over and his legs would break, right? That's what Destiny looks like right now. Beyond Light's at the top. They focused on Beyond Light. You got this massive big Europa and all these places to go. And, and then these teeny little chicken legs underneath are like, Vanguard playlist strikes and crucible and it's like the game is supposed to sort of stand on those those are those are the the, the pillars of the game you know Th- those are the actual the 
the engine that so much other content runs are and they're so they're so thin so much of the content runs on strikes that runs on runs on those 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 core funnels and they're just thin and so everything feels really really lopsided so we got to move on i spent a ton of time on that question Yes, I'm apologizing. I thought you could handle criticism without lashing out at an actual fan of yours. Nerves were hit. No, nerves were not hit. This is your last bastion of an attempt at a victory after, what is this now? How many times am I have to put you on the canvas? No, you didn't criticize me. You falsely summarized my argument. I took you to task for it. And now you're backpedaling, attempting to apologize. Apologies usually don't come baked with insults, but again... Your entire tactic just, I don't know. It's like the trash. I can smell it. It needs taken out. It's like when you open your fridge and you can tell something's spoiled inside. Like, yeah, it's time for you to just, you know, stop or leave, whichever you prefer. PN Raynard, was the last step on the community challenge giving random rewards worth the 1 billion spirit created? For example, the Ascendant Shard being a random chance of dropping, I for one did not get one. They could have probably considered. They could have probably considered doing like a set reward package, and then th- the exotic could have been random. You know, the, you could have done something like that. You like listen, everybody's gonna get uh, an emote, an emote, a shader, and a and an ascendant. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, ascendant shard, and then a random exotic, right? Yeah, apparently the shard was random because I didn't get one either. You know, I don't know. You could have done something like that. Like, here, we, we got a set package. Everybody's getting the same package. And then the exotic's random. You know, I again, I feel like it was fine. I don't want to... There are other things about the event that I think are worthy of criticism. And I don't think that's it. Right? Um, The... That I don't know. That's just where I come from on it. I, I don't I don't feel like they've they've necessarily misfired on that in particular. There's like a thousand other things about the event that feel like a misfire, and that's not it. So maybe not a thousand thing. There's at least two or three other things that I'm like, yeah, we don't need to we don't need to cook them for this. This isn't this isn't that bad. Should have been a new exotic? Mm, no. The new exotics are pursued in legendary lost sectors. That would have been, I think, uh, an overreach. Regarding the community quest, would Bungie be better off letting us know the end result? Would this get more people to participate or drive people not to do it even more? Yeah, again, I think we're... Z- Here's the thing. I feel like we're zeroing in on this one thing. And because we're zeroing in on that one thing, we're like we're over we're over analyzing it. Was the was the reward? It, you know, is there room for improvement there? Yes. Do we need to analyze it to the point that like, oh, people should have known ahead of time. They should have shown us what we were going to getting. They should have promised us this. this blah, 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 blah. I don't think we need to overbake this cake. I, I think they could have maybe done a little bit more to it. Um, wasn't one of the TWAB stasis posts that the fragments will be world drops and players will need to go find them? Yeah. Yeah, they said that they would drop out in the world or whatever, and they're not. The fragments are literally, go do these very tedious quests to get them. And I just, I literally just gave up. I just, I don't know. It was like, ah, (laughs) you know what I mean? 
I was excited to hunt them down. I thought they were going to be like dropping from bosses or something. Like you'd go farm bosses in hopes that they would drop. I don't know what happened. I really don't. It from concept to delivery, something broke down somewhere. Um, my mustache drive me crazy. Is changing each planet destination to fit the holiday themes hoping for too much? I know Europa just came out, but let it snow. Fallen walkers gain a spidery spray of festival loss. Yeah, I, I, I totally, totally get where you're coming from. But I do think this is something that's like, it's, it's a pretty big ask to update all the planets with snow. Um, I, I, and also is that, is that actually going to do anything? You know? I would have rather them given us a content loop, EAZ or you know something, something to that effect, um, is what I would have preferred. Um, oh, my wife scheduled my haircut this Saturday. Chat, I got news for you. I'm just gonna put this out here. It, I'm cho- it's getting chopped. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. My kids are like, no, no. No, don't, don't. I'm like, no, yeah, it's getting, it's getting chopped. <laughs> I want to play D2, but logging in is too tedious. Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny. I apologize. I forgot you were there. <laughs> you may go now. Um, you have two items there, fragments and the other thing. Those are the slots you get a story quest. Oh, maybe, maybe we're, maybe we're forgetting how they worded it. It is possible it is possible that they were talking about the other thing. The, um, uh, you get the aspects first, right? And then you get the fragments second. Didn't we get the aspects as like a drop or something? I don't know. It's possible that we misremembered. What do you mean, chop it off? I'm going back short, dude. Short, like messy pompadour. I can't take it. It literally is driving me crazy. So <laughs> my wish has been coming. Tr- my wish is coming true. I'm dreaming of this day. I'm just sick of it. I just, I don't know. I, I'm sick of having long hair. I don't like it. I don't like it. Stream the haircut. No, probably not. Ashen hollow. Should they stop putting seasonal events on the calendar, such as the dawning and crimson days and extend this further iron banner dates? I mean, again, I just feel like we're, we're, we're going down into real, real minor potential do this or don't do this um you know putting it on the calendar doesn't bother me it i i, I think having this and festival of the loss and other things on the calendar is totally fine listen listen i'm being hard on them but i love the idea of like oh there's something happening i log in and the tower looks different and there's stuff to do and stuff to earn i do I like that. I really, really do. I think the free events are usually over criticized. I do. I think that I think they a lot of the times they get more criticized than they probably deserve. And you know, I, I, so I'm not. I don't, don't want to beat them up over this, but I just want to say, as I said in my talk, right? I, I wasn't that hard on them in in this discussion. I said that uh, right here. The idea that it needs a revisit. The baking part of the dawning has stagnated in many minds and requires a revisit. I'm not demolishing them in this video, acting like this was a travesty and it was terrible. No. Revisit some of this. Give it a little bit of life. Put a little pep in the step. 
of the activity. You know, it just feels like it's getting a little long in the tooth. It's like, come on, you know, ten dollars from intercepts. Lono, cut, sit off, tune in. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, I think what they do is good. The how is questionable often. I think the seasonal events bring a cool vibe. I like that they're on the calendar. I like that it's timely with the season and the holidays and everything going on. I really do. The holiday stuff's always cool that video games are doing these days. It's always fun. It's lighthearted. It's not meant to be super serious. So, a few structural changes, and I think that this could be a significantly better event with some, honestly, some very minor changes, truth be told. Ashen with another one. How many community events have we failed at this point? Uh, and is there a common thread among them for failing? Loot, burnout, bounties? I don't know. I, this one seemed like... It seemed like they took the wind out of everybody's sails when they shot down the gun thing right away. The, the people that play this game... All, we, we always do the same thing, right? We find that cool little thing and then we like, Oh, let's do it! Let's go get it! And then Bungie's always like, no, 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 no. No. You can't have that now. And then everybody gets disappointed and discouraged. Um, it was like when they bottlenecked the one currency for the Umbrals and like everybody went and AFK'd Forges. And then everybody went to Nightmare Hunts. And like, Bungie's just playing whack-a-mole at that place. No, oh no, stop that. Oh no, stop that. Oh no, stop that. And unfortunately... I feel that this one was one of those ones that like it got off to a bang and everyone's like, I'm going to go try and get an SMG with Dragonfly. And then they immediately shot that down. I think that just hurt some of the momentum. You know what I mean? So I can tell you exactly when I lost interest when they said that we are giving three times the rewards. There's different theories. Eugene's like, we weren't going to fail. They set some really high obscene goal because they didn't want us to hit it in the first week. And I'm like, who cares about that? I mean, I guess to drag it out, maybe. You know, there, there's a handful of theories as to why they set it up the way that they did. You know? So, it was mainly due to participation fall-off, not because Bungie saying Dragonfly is a mistake. Also, they never said they were move it. I'm theorizing that's not the main thing, Doge, but I feel like community interest and care went down. As soon as they said that wasn't intended, people are like, "Well, I'm not going to waste time chasing that then. You're just going to take it away. You're just going to you're just going to patch it later." I'm not saying that's the single great big huge reason. I just think that took the wind out of the sails for a lot of people that were probably, you know, going after it. They suddenly hear, you know how the game of telephone works in this community? They suddenly hear that Bungie's like, oh, no, that's not supposed to be that way. And that turns into, they're patching it. That turns into, they're going to remove it from the game. Like, who knows what it turned into by the time it hit the community's ears, you know, throughout the the circles of of, uh, the game of telephone. So. Behemoth. Bungie quest design needs a huge change. Baking cookies is not organic. Barriers of RNG everywhere, ingredients or essence. Do you think the solution is shared bounties, progress, boost ingredient drops? Let me choose what I need. I mean, there's. I think there's like a fundamental feeling in the, compu- in the community right now about this kind of thing where this might be why the burnout, the burnout seems to be hitting so hard for people. You know? The burnout's hitting really, really hard for people. And 
this is one of the aspects of it at a ground level you ask me to do something and other people being around can slow that down can slow that something down I'm not saying that's the only reason and that's the only problem but I do think a lot of people are just tired of grabbing a bunch of micro quests bounties and being like if I go and run this with other people they're going to slow my progress down I I talked about this in my other video the solo problem The the solo problem in Destiny there is so much in the game that feels significantly better with other people by yourself. It just feels better by yourself. So what, what can they do about that? I, I don't know. That's why I feel like it's just one more of those items where I'm supposed to go do this thing by myself in this area. Where are all these enemies? And so then you end up slicing up something into like little micro grinds that's supposed to just be very very generic and easy and again this is this is related to so many things it's related to bounties it's related to the 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 structure of the bounties it's related to the core playlist that you're being required to go into not having anything in them like so many of those things are triggering maybe like so maybe you're not triggered by having to run strikes you're like, ah, strikes aren't that bad. But maybe you get triggered by bounty completions being frustrated by the people being around. Right? So there's always, it feels like there's so many, and this is something that Lightly really hammered on before Beyond Light came out. Where are those quality of life updates? Where are those changes? Because there's so many things in the, in the core, in the core elements of the game that are frustrating. And I think it's related to when an event like this comes out and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to do A, B, C, D, and E and A, B, and C are in playlists that don't matter. And C, D, and E are asking me to do things that are better when other people aren't around. So they've, I don't know, I feel like there's a bridge they need to build between these things to where there needs to be frivolous things should feel frivolous. Does that make sense? Something as frivolous as grabbing bounties or getting ingredients or baking cookies. It should feel frivolous. You should never be asking yourself, where should I go to do this? It's frivolous. It should just kind of happen. And I know people are going to be like, but that's how it is, Lono. If you just go and play strikes, that's how it is. No, that's not true. I got to make sure and do void damage. I got to make sure and kill taken. I got to make sure and generate orbs. And after 100 enemies, I didn't generate any orbs. How many kills are you getting per strike? Right? Come on. Frivolous things should feel frivolous. If it's frivolous and silly and, 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 and non-essential, it's a bounty go get X number of kills in a strike. That should be super dumb, easy to do. And it isn't. You 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 don't get it because somebody steals the kill. You pop your super and so do they. You go to throw a grenade and the enemies die before it gets there. These are all just little, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. Eventually you're just like, I am so sick of being asked to do all these things. Because they're frivolous and yet they don't feel frivolous in how you're supposed to achieve them. That's the, that's the best that's the best zoom out I can do on it to try to figure out why we continue to feel like we as the players are tripping on what feel like fundamental aspects of the game which are you know, bounties and mini quests I, I I don't think those are the problem it's it's the it's the journey to getting it completed that just starts to get annoying you're like I'm just so sick of this 
you know, great. Yeah, great. Needed, needed, needed one more kill with a grenade, and this guy just had to run past everything and melt the boss. So, that, yeah, like Guardian Games bounties. You know what's so funny about that, Radical? The Guardian Games bounties were shared, and yet they were really complicated. There were ones that were shared. I could just be next to you and get credit. It was awesome. (laughs) And then there were, like, really specific ones. Like, as a hunter, get melee kills on a void subclass and I'm like I say what now what'd you say <laughs> like so I'm supposed to hit him with the smoke and kill him with it like it was so it was so dumb somebody designed those bounties who doesn't play destiny <laughs> yeah that's fine right a hunter melee kills on a void subclass should be fine right no you idiot it's gonna be terrible <laughs> so Oh, Lightleaf's uh, job situation changed a little bit, and holidays. He was traveling for the holidays, so I'm not sure if he'll be back this week or not. We, I gotta figure out who's gonna be on the roundtable this week. We're gonna split the roundtable in half. You know what I mean? Imagine sharing with Lono. You can share with me. Whatever I hear about the bounties like that, it shows you that Kevin from Accounting made it. <laughs> it's like, did they just... Yeah, they just went and grabbed him. They're like, hey, man, we, we, we need some help today. Can you help design some bounties for Guardian Games? And he's just like, he's like, yeah, sure. Sure, I could do that. What? I was doing, doing this other thing, but I'll come do that. It's like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, bro. Thanks for coming in on your off day. Matt Ben. Do you think some hate comes from people wanting to finish all the dawning content week one when it's designed to be completed right before it ends? Oh, see, this is a great question. This ties in so well with what I was just saying. It it doesn't feel frivolous if that's what's supposed to happen. I'm supposed to grind for a week? I'm Wait, no, no, wait, not a week. Three weeks. Oh, what? You see, like, it's, it's a holiday, lighthearted... I'll be traveling. I won't be playing as much. You know, I got three weeks to complete this. Let me slam it out in a week. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's meant to be frivolous, and yet it's not frivolous. I've always said this about Sea of Thieves has such a contradictory identity, okay? Sea of Thieves offers cosmetic rewards. You want to basically play dress-up pirate that's what Sea of Thieves incentive is. You can make your ship and your pirate and your pirate stuff look cooler. That's it. Okay? That is mega casual. You're playing pirate dress up. And do you want to know how you get those items? The grind in Sea of Thieves is ridiculously hardcore. Hours to complete quests and get everything ready to go back to port and you can have it all undone and taken from you you can literally throw away two hours or more of work in Sea of Thieves if you run into the wrong streamer who's just out there ruining lives and breaking hearts in Sea of Thieves so you have this weird juxtaposition of a very casual incentive and a very hardcore grind And so to tell me that, like, they don't want us to complete it in one week and it's supposed to last for three weeks and be this drawn-out thing, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? This is is supposed to be lighthearted and fun. 
I should be buried in, in, in dawning presents. I should be buried in weapons and ingredients. I should sneeze and bake a cookie by mistake. Like, it should just be super silly, silly easy, casual, you know? That's the best analogy I can come up with is when you create this weird divide between the reward being basically pretty casual, but the grind itself actually requiring tons of time. And listen, here's what everyone's going to say. It's not hardcore, Lono. You just have to play the game and then you can bake the cookies. Yes, but also no, because there were multiple people in chat this morning. I baked over 400 cookies. I didn't get a decent roll on a weapon. That was something that was said in chat this morning, right? So... It, it even even those that just ignored it and put in the time and baked a bunch of cookies they didn't walk away with the reward that they wanted that 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 in and of itself is hardcore isn't it not getting the reward that you wanted that's like d1 hardcore right you can play for hours and hours and weeks and weeks and weeks and never get the drop that you want never get the fate bringer, never get the gallahorn you can spend all that time and never get the reward that you want so not only is the ingredients bottlenecked, the rewards are stingy. So you're in this weird scenario of like, this is supposed to be a casual, throw it over your shoulder holiday event, and that's not what it ended up feeling like for so many people. And then you set some obscene community goal, and a lot of people probably looked at it and were like, oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. Mm, yeah, maybe like half. Half one. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, that's fine. Horn Joe with the next question. Could an overall weekly weapon burn be the answer for mixing up weapon use? It could be more than just straight damage. For example, all rockets spawn have a chance to spawn more mine cells. I mean, you're going down the lane of positive modifiers to change player behavior, right? This is something I've always heavily leaned into. The idea that if you want players to change their loadout and try new things, you incentivize it with a bonus, not a bounty. Do you want me to use sidearms? Buff sidearms in strikes just for the heck of it. You know, you want me to try out rocket launchers? Yeah, create some crazy positive rocket launcher modifier. You know, do that. That's, that is how. That is how you get people to change their loadout. You incentivize it. Because if not, here's what ends up happening. You go into Crucible or Strikes, and you generally have a loadout that you enjoy. Especially in Crucible. The PvP guys right now are nodding in agreement. Yep, I got a loadout I like to use. Yep, yep. And then you hand me a bounty that says, change all of that, and get a handful of kills with a weapon that you don't normally use. And you're like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm going to struggle to do that i'm gonna be out of my elements i'm not it's and do you think after they're sort of passively coerced to use a loadout they don't like do you think they're gonna walk away from that play session and be like well doggone it i really like that weapon now it's great it's way better than i expected no they're not gonna say that they're gonna be like i'm glad that's over put that back in the vault complete that bounty let me go back to doing what i want to do it's like it's there are other ways, I think, to disrupting people that kind of get stuck in their ways. Also, at the same time, some people don't want to be disrupted. They like being set in their ways. It's safe. It's comfortable. 
It's like a familiar blanket or a familiar pair of shoes. There's always that weird point in time where you don't want to get rid of your shoes or you don't like your new shoes. Why? Because your old ones, they know your feet, right? They know your feet and they feel right. Sure, they have a hole on one side and they look atrocious, but they're mega comfortable. Loadouts in Destiny start to feel like that, you know? It's like that pair of jeans that just feels better now, that pair of shoes, whatever. It's that way. So, like, sometimes, like, just just leave me alone. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm constantly saying that to Destiny. Can you just leave me alone? Like, I just want to go and shoot stuff and check the little boxes, but I got to do this. I got to use a void weapon. I got to get crit kills. I got to switch to a sidearm. I got to do this. I got to do that. Do, 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 do. Leave me alone. You know, just let me do, just let me do my thing. That, that fundamentally, that fundamentally is where I think some of this stuff starts to grate against. You just want to go play some Crucible, but they're asking you to do all these very, very specific things. Same thing with the strike bounty. So like bounties in general, I think the cookie baking is in a similar, it's, it's in a similar vein. It's in a very, very similar lane. It's in this weird lane of like, I have to use specific items, kills, or weapons or abilities, and I'm not really looking to do that right now. There's a huge difference between that and being like, dude, in in strikes right now, holy moly, bows are buffed for some reason. It's so fun. Bows feel so fun right now. And then all of a sudden, they, uh, they find that they like bows. You know? They're taking bows into more content. You made the catalyst to the experimentation a really fun experience and not one that they felt like they kind of had their arm twisted to do if it wasn't for the arbalist I would not have Komodo that's 100% for sure no way I was fighting for heavy yeah 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 that would have been rough something stubby says do you think making stats matter more would help the game in the future example the more mobility the less slow affects you 10 mobility yeah, this just gets too complex. This gets rock, paper, scissors in the crucible. And somebody responded to my notion that too many counters, if you use this, it counters this. If you use this, it counters this. If you do too much of that, people will um, people will start to feel that it's a game of rock, paper, scissors. You come around the corner and the guy changed his loadout and now your ability does less or is being counteracted or stopped. And there was no way for you to plan for that. It's like... It's like there are social norms, okay? You come around the corner and you don't expect, you know, the guy walking his dog to be walking a dangerous animal and he's not wearing any clothes, you know? And you're going through a walk through your neighborhood with your children. It's like, holy moly, where am I? Am I suddenly in another time? Am I on another planet? Is this a weird, you know, adult version of Star Trek? What's happening, right? There's just like social norms. You just come to expect that's not going to be something you're going to run into in your neighborhood. Well, maybe not my neighborhood, okay? And in Destiny's PvP, there has to be like agreed upon norms so that you know you come around a corner and your certain items, abilities, weapons, whatever are going to hold a certain amount of power within that within that environment. And you start disrupting that if you do this. Oh, well, that guy really get, you know, dug in on mobility, so you can't freeze him. He's immune to freeze. Oh, that guy really dug in on resilience, so he's a five tap now instead of a four tap. 
you can't do that. It creates such a uh, a dis- disorienting experience. You don't ever really know which way's up. Nothing's reliable. Uh, so it sounds so good on paper, right? I think in PVE it would be amazing to actually be able to make yourself a tank because that's not really a thing as far as resilience goes. It would be cooler for stats to mean a little bit more. We talked about this, right? Like, if different tiers of stats gave you intrinsic things, like minor and major resist, if those were intrinsic to resilience, if you hit certain tiers of resilience, you just get, like, an intrinsic... That Those are just intrinsic. My, you know, you, oh, yeah, you got minor and major resist. Um, you know, recovery could come with something intrinsic. Um, maybe once you're at like a, a tier eight or nine on recovery, um, orbs initiate, you know, healing. So you don't have to run the perk or whatever on your class item, the, the, the mod, you see. Um, so it would be really, really cool in PvE. You do that in PvP and that's just a that's just an absolute balancing nightmare where nobody not even the the players or the devs know really which way is up it's just too many moving parts it gets too complicated for its own good many 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 games right many many games do this they essentially say this is the meta this is the landscape of battle and you just sort of adapt to those rules they don't have these shifting sands of like, well, this guy had this perk turned on, so you didn't kill him. And, oh, this guy was running this piece of gear, so your ability didn't affect him. That that only really works in games like Valorant and Overwatch, where it's it's character-driven, it's, it's the there are classes to counteract each other. And that, unfortunately, I don't think would ever square with Destiny. Uh, I think uh, Skillet makes a great point in his video. Destiny tries to do something what no other game does. Combine casual and hardcore players. He brings examples of a WoW raid. Not everyone does it, but it's expected from all to be hardcore. I feel Destiny has lost its way a bit in trying to accomplish this. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, they've achieved what so many people would think would be unachievable. They've captured two types of, you know, audience members. Um... Something Subby says, continuing, the higher the discipline, the less overall damage nades do to you. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I've already touched on why this would be crazy. It would be absolute chaos. It sounds so good on paper, but it wouldn't it would not work in the crucible. Hitman. Lono, I think if they simply tied something to these events, for instance, leading to Hawkmoon, random rolls, or catalyst, something to actually be excited about, it might not feel less shallow. Do you any agree? Listen, I said this earlier. A really good reward can make us overlook um, it can make us overlook mundane content, right? A, a really good reward can make you do that. You're like, man, this is freaking mundane, but it's going to be worth it. Um, I mean, I could not stand the lectern grind and shadow keep, but I really wanted a god roll love and death because it was one of the few you could get that had like a certain set of perk combinations. And to me it made the mundane worth it it was like man I'm really going for this unfortunately I don't know what what it would be I don't know what you're suggesting would be it but I actually think for something that's going to last for three weeks it can't just be something at the very very end I think they they missed the boat on making Glacioclasm, Avalanche and the Cold Front uh, chaseable and appealing so that then there would be this justification of, yeah, this is kind of mundane. Yes, I'm running content that doesn't really have anything good in it, but I'm getting these chances at these items. 
Andrew Carrera. Hot take, but do you think Bungie could take a year off the season-based event so that they can take the time to reinvigorate them? Could that benefit them? Or is it not worth the effort on that scale? Again, I... There... I don't think that these events need that much done to them. I think minor changes would make them significantly better. I think they have the right idea with the Verdant Forest, the Haunted Forest, and and the Dawning. They have the right idea. They just gotta. They just gotta, like, I don't know. They gotta soften off some of these edges. Yeah, make them a little bit. Make them a, again. It's. It's it's casual and frivolous, and yet it doesn't end up feeling that way. Does that make sense? Hitman with the last question. I guess my overall question is, doesn't anyone on the team suggest a change-up, or is it really all moot, since from a business standpoint, they're doing well, so like Madden Football, why change anything? Is that where we are? With some events, you might be right. They might be like, it's fine. Don't, don't mess with it. We don't have time for that right now. It'll get the job done. Festival of the Lost you know, dawning, leave them as they are, you know, Crimson Days is around the corner, you know, in, in usually, what, in a month or so, February, you know, I just leave it, leave it be, people, people generally, I think, are more accepting of, of that than maybe we are, we're probably a little bit more sensitive to these events, having elements that need to be updated or, or, or improved, um, so, I, I think that they're just most of the time being like, yeah, it'll get the job done. We don't need to dedicate a bunch of time to this. And they're probably right. They're probably right. So, listen, if you're here in the live audience, usually around this time, people part ways with us. If you're going to do that, help us hit 900 likes if you're on your way out for the day. Also, hit subscribe. Our subscriber count on this channel only. All our other channels are doing fine. This channel's in a bit of a downward spiral. We're not sure why. So smash like and subscribe. Stick around, though. We're going to keep hanging out and we're going to keep talking. And we're going over to Repeat Theater in about two hours to discuss Black Panther and who I think should be the next Black Panther based on the first movie. As always, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, any of the other locations, you can always catch us live at snatrlive.com. If you're watching us on the YouTube channel, it's going to start hitting when I'm live. They're going to get uploaded then. So head on over to SNTR Live to hang out with us. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.